Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. And and this dude was explaining, like, Nicole Kidman's DNA was in OJ's truck. Like, explaining... Not Nicole Kidman. We, <laughs> OJ, for the record, everyone, OJ did not murder Nicole Kidman. She's still alive and well. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we, I don't know, make fun of shows where people are murdered. <laughs> I'm Amy Archer. I'm, I'm here with my bestie, Steph, and we're here to bring you some laughs again about a decades-old, brutally brutal murder. <laughs> Dude, can I just tell you, I rewatched the finale this morning. I got up at six o'clock mm. this morning to rewatch it so that it was fresh. You got up at six today. o'clock this morning to rewatch that shower scene. <laughs> you know it. Well, I mean, I won't tell you how many times I've watched that. But dude, I started watching this morning and the first thing I wrote was, Oh, I'm sad. It's over. I'm like, so I don't want it to be over. That this Why show is I over. Sad? I mean, because we're going to be losing HHD, we're going to be losing Pastor Jackie, who gave us backdoor friends. We're going to be losing Boss Hog. <laughs> Boss Hog. All of them. I'm really sad that it's over. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad. Mm-hmm. So we Don't need to worry, find guys. a new show. I have no range with my impressions. So anytime there's like an older white Southern gentleman, he will be a Boss He's going to be a Boss Hog. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Because there's no nuance where where I live in my impressions range. Uh, um, we do need to come up with a new show. We need to think about this. I mean, one of the shows that we are definitely going to do is Virgin River because we I mean, love yeah. to make fun of it, but we also love it and we hate ourselves for loving it. <laughs> so here's the funniest part about Virgin River, at least funny to me. So I started watching Virgin River um, at the first season, like when it was like fresh and new, and I told you never no admitted it. You never one. admitted it. <laughs> no one knew I was watching it because I was so embarrassed. I'm like, why am I watching this and enjoying it? Not just watching it, but like enjoying it. Like I'm mortified. Is my brain that small that it doesn't take that much to entertain me these days? I don't know. I'm just saying. I know. Dude. I love it. And I'm ashamed. I was ashamed. I'm not anymore. So three seasons later, I say to Stephanie one night on a text (laughs) message, I have a confession to make to you. And she's like, what? And I said, because I had always seen it. And I was like, there is no fucking way I'm watching this cheesy show called Virgin River. There's just no way it's happening. It grabbed me one night in the middle of the night and it did not let go. So I text Stephanie and I'm like like a vice grip. (laughs) I have a... I have a secret confession to make. And she's like, oh my God, what? Everyone that does that 
who knows what follows, right? You like, never know. It could be something really horrific or it could just be or, something really ridiculous. It could be like, I ate a brownie. Who knows? Yeah. So I'm like, I have a confession to make. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I just binged three seasons of Virgin <laughs> And I was and I like, like Ugh. <laughs> And I'm like, well, mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. been watching it since the beginning. And I'm so horrified. (laughs) But yes, we need to talk about it immediately. (laughs) So we will be covering that, which comes back in September. So until then, we need a show. And I'm thinking it needs, we were talking about bad sisters. We were talking about shrinking. And then I Mm -hmm. realized like it needs, so this is literally what I said to my mother. I need to do a show with Stephanie that we can make fun of that's not real serious. And she's like, but the show you're covering is very serious. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, we, is. we definitely Somebody got that Somebody is brutally wrong. murdered. <laughs> and I also, so I had even mentioned maybe doing Somebody Somewhere, and I saw mm-hmm. on the Facebook group this it's morning that you're though. watching it. I know. But I just like, love it, and I'm I, just glad that you're what watching it. What am I going to make fun of? It's, it's amazing. The acting's brilliant. The writing is fantastic. There's nothing I it's can make just fun of. There. It's great. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm sad because I do. Is here's over. the thing. I do such serious stuff with Amanda, and I do kind of fun stuff with Leslie. I need something that you and I could really dive just into comically. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> because that's pretty much how we dive at everything together. Yes. Comically. Yes. A hundred percent. So, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to give listeners like a variety, you know what I mean? Like if they want something serious, they listen to this. If they want something fun, Mm -hmm. they listen to us, whatever. Okay. So we need our listeners help to tell us what show to cover next because we can't Mm -hmm. make a decision. I put a poll in the Facebook group a while ago. Everybody wanted us to do Bad Sisters and I appreciate that. And I love Bad Sisters. Me too. But who am I going to make fun of on that show? It's too good. I know. Unless I they want know. us to do something good. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure I'll find they're... something to make fun of. Well, I'm sure. I mean, there's always something. Let's be real. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because this show's good. It is good, but it's a little bit ridiculous. It it's takes a lot itself ridiculous. a little too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's great. And it. that's that's not like on the fault of David E. Kelly. That's like just the story oh, yeah. itself is so ridiculous. Basically, what I've decided that I think I want to do is just watch David E. Kelly shows from now until forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so obsessed. I know I am too. I, am. I love I'm him. just obsessed mm-hmm. with everything he does. And I'm so mm-hmm. sad that the visual of my car scenes is over. I like, enjoy this. I thoroughly enjoyed these seven weeks with you. I have too. Yes. It's been great mm-hmm. and I'm bummed. So come on, All guys. Right, so, come up with some ideas. Let's so here in. we are. We're at the end. I have a We're lot to end. talk about. We're at the end and I've got We've a lot. Come to Unlike the end of the, of the road. End of the road. <laughs> All right. Let go. All right, go on. It's unnatural. All right, all right, all right. Unlike last week, 
I belong to you. Okay, so for real now this time, unlike last week where I only took three notes, I have pages mm-hmm. of notes this week. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That I took at six All o'clock right. this morning because I went down a rabbit hole of research. Good, good. And I have a okay, lot that I need to I did talk not. about. Cause Good, because I don't expect facts and research from me. It's not happening. Okay, I'm all about the facts and the research. So this is Love and Death, I'm... season one, episode seven. Shh. Now let me ask you a question. Do you have something yes. like a word or a phrase that sets you off? I don't have a word or a phrase that sets me off, but there's something from my childhood, like an action that sets me off. Me like, too. And I'm going to tell you what it is because I don't care. Okay, then I I'm going to do it tickled. and set you off. When we were little, our dad was like a crazy tickler and he always wanted to like tickle our feet and we would be like cracking up for like half of a second because that's the as long as it's funny for. But mm. then it would take a turn. And it's no longer funny. Same. Same. It's no longer funny and it's no longer acceptable. When I'm saying stop, I hate it. That means you were like crying. Yes. My dad would tickle us till we like cried, pretty much. Yes. And like it Mm -hmm. could get to the point where like sometimes like it would get violent. Not my dad was not. I'm making this way worse than it actually. No, I know. My dad was not violent or like felt violent. (laughs) Yes, but my dad never forced us to do horrible things. That sounded ridiculous. But like I would end up like kicking him and crying, and it would be like a big scene. And now, like Mm -hmm, even to this mm -hmm. day, I hate to be tickled. If you even come near my feet as like tickling. I'm kicking mm-hmm. you right in the fucking balls or the face, whatever's closest. Mm-hmm. You're getting it. Mm-hmm. So like, don't come at my feet. I won't come at yours. I'm not, I will never tickle you. I, it's a boundary. Th- I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. So mine is not, shh, don't fucking tickle me. That's where mine is. Okay. How do so you, what, do you have I, one? So now that I yes, just went I way too you, into that. I hear you about the tickling. My dad used to do the same thing. I don't know what that was about, but we used to be crying. Okay. Yes. So one thing that drives me, so when I was young, I, I don't know, like I just all, this is going to surprise no one. I loved to talk. (laughs) Oh, no way. Really? (laughs) To the point where like I was getting marks on my report card, like talks in class, talks too much, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. And so my mother, when we would fight, when we were little would call me mouth. She would say like, okay, mouth. And it triggers me like any comment about me being mouthy or loud triggers me. Want to know what else is funny? Oh, no. Wow. Okay. So when I was little, I wasn't like a talkative kid. I was performative. Mm -hmm. I was always performing for someone, whether I was acting or making a voice or impersonation Mm -hmm. or playing an instrument like the piano or whatever. Mm So my thing, this is so funny. So my mother would always call me mouth of the South. Oh, there we go. Not not be, that's so weird though, but not because Uh I was talking uh too much, but I was mouth of the South because I was always pretending to be somebody or like just being annoying, like impersonating someone. So that my nickname Mm -hmm. was mouth of the South. That's really weird. There you go. There you go. Well, I think mine was, 
I think mine was born out of I did used to mouth back. Oh yeah, I you know what that. I mean. Like I yeah, would have something yeah, yeah. to say back. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't like Doctor. that. I was just, I was always do- okay. So I remember my very first impersonation that I ever did as a little kid was Edith Bunker, was a- Edith and Archie oh, Bunker, a- and I was like five. I thought maybe it was funny? Alan Gore. Not Alan Gore? No, it was Archie Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Archie and All Edith. Right. Okay, let's move forward. So Edith. we open Candy's catatonic state, and we see that she's taking the stand. Now, we get a little Maggie May as we see the crowds mm. outside. And David E. Kelly is a genius. Whoever his music genius. director is, I don't know if it's him genius with the way that we use music through this whole series this whole series but just that, in boom, fact boom boom wake I know. up maggie I, like it was I perfect it was I perfect got... all right i'm also gonna miss the oh lord oh lord please don't <laughs> let me be misunderstood me too i will miss <laughs> that i will miss i love it all i also want to say that rod stewart was a thing in my house. Oh, yeah. I'll oh, never yeah. forget. I don't know the context around this. My mother will have to correct it. But I will never forget being in my living room before we remodeled our house. So it was upstairs. So I was young. I was probably like eight, nine. And her and one of her friends or my neighbor maybe pulled out this photograph that they had from Rod Stewart at one of his concerts. And he was like doing oh push-ups God. on the stage. Oh my and they God. were like, isn't he so gorgeous? Hey, <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yes. yes. My mother I loved remember, Rod Stewart. I remember my mother loving Michael Bolton. He was a big thing in oh, my house. He was Michael a thing Bolton. for mothers. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then I so just funny. wrote... HHD, who, if you've just jumped in on this episode, is our nickname for Don Crowder. He's so hot in this episode. So hot. He is getting, and I wrote, all right, so like the first note that I took, Mm -hmm. because you're just going to jump right in, is HHD is getting pissed, and it's so hot. He's getting pissed. Well, it's not even that he's getting pissed. He's like on a mission. Yeah, but that's what's hot hot. Yes, I agree. I need him... I need more Tom Pelfrey trying cases. Can we get a show oh. where he's a lawyer? <laughs> wait, wait. I watched something over the weekend that he was in. I started it. Not Ozark, because he's not it. attractive in no. Ozark. It's something else. Shit, what was it? Oh, my God. I well, had think, to turn it think off. Of it. So he starts questioning Candy about the affair, and she says it's over. And now they recount the day of the murder. So here's a few things. She has never physically, I never physically or verbally fought with anyone before June 19th or 13th. Sorry. She recalls going over there that day, showing up unannounced. She says, Betty seemed a bit hurried and anxious. Oh, this is one thing I want to say. I've been watching Candy on Hulu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They make Betty out to be a complete monster. A completely different person. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Right. I know. So, I know. Betty asked about the affair and I was honest with her and I told her what happened. And then Betty got up and Candy assumed that she went to get one of the many pieces of physical evidence that Candy and oh Alan had exchanged. I know. A card and or a letter that we wrote. Like, what? I know. These guys, idiots. again, pro tip. You don't put anything in writing. You don't give your mm-hmm. affair friend any kind of gift. What are you doing? Oh. So 
Betty returned with an axe and can't and HHD's going this whole time. Were you then afraid for your life? And she's like, no, not then, not then. And he just keeps hammering her. Now, we get the missing scene of the murder, and it is fucking gruesome. It is oh, gruesome. gruesome. Like I could only watch it once. I could not watch it twice. Oh, I watched it a couple it's times. Bad. It's rough. Yeah. And at one point, Candy hits her and she tries to leave, but Betty drags her back and they continue fighting. And then Betty's saying, shh, and that's why Candy loses it. At one mm-hmm. point, you see Candy just bury that axe in Betty's head and then wiggle it loose. And oh, it's real bad, guys. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Don't watch. Just don't watch it. Just don't mm-hmm. watch it. Um, Betty's dad is crying. And I... So in this very intense moment where this father is crying for his yeah. daughter who's been slaughtered, I wrote, I need to see Tom Pelfrey try another case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hell. Oh, God. Candy says she, okay, so Candy tries to say like, because Tom Pelfrey saying, or HHD saying to her like, Okay, so why did you get in the shower? Why did you do this? Why did you go get Valentine's Day or Father's Day cards and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to say like, and this is the George Costanda, Amy Archer thing. Like, I just tried to convince myself it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then I believed it didn't happen. Yeah. So and she even, she even says like one step at a time. Once, for yes. like as she's like walking out of the house after she showers, yes. she's saying, yep. her, yeah, so weird. I mean, you could say a lot of things about Candy. She's got a lot of flaws. But Mm -hmm. I don't think if she was in her own wits that she would have left that baby. I don't either. I don't. I really don't. Mm -mm. Um, At one point, uh, HHD grabs the axe and shows it to her and she starts freaking out. I know. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was so surprised when um, Santa Claus, the judge... Was like, do you need a How dare you? This? It's the dude. It's the dude. The dude. I know, but he looks mm-hmm. like Santa. He Santa Claus is Betty's father. Santa. Betty's father. No, Betty's, no, Betty's father looks more like a lumberjack. Oh, okay. Like, I, need to, right. I bet that axe was his. That's, that's why she had an axe. <laughs> I bet it was his. <laughs> oh my God, I just blamed her dad. That's sick. Because you think he was a lumberjack? Okay. <laughs> Well, he has that like tall, broad, gruff, long beard. He's also like eighty. I don't know if he's gonna be a lumberjacking. No, but I think he was in his younger days. I bet he was like a axe wielding, uh, big, like a Paul Bunyan tree. type guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so on cross, exactly. on cross, Badger from the Facts of Life gets up. And hammers Candy on how she had the wherewithal to shower, but left the baby there. And then he presents her with the idea that there was a sunglass lens found in the garage. And he's like, how did that get in the garage? And she says, it may have gotten kicked in there. She says she had opened the door slightly to escape. And maybe that's how. And the whole time she's talking, HHD is like, yes, yes, yes. Like nodding, like, good job, good job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, Dom is upset after HHD is very upset after this whole cross examination. They're in a private room yeah. and he thinks that, you know, Badger may have gotten a little ground here 
and may have, you know, helped himself. So HHD wants to put Dr. Faison, is that his name? I think so. Mm -hmm. On the stand to account for the 40 wax. Is Dr. Faison a holding? I mean, I think he is. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever there's a questioning, just know that the answer is probably. (laughs) (laughs) So at Candy's, that night, she sees her mom. She has like this vision. And her mom is played by... Oh, I don't know who she was. I want to call that woman Jillian. Oh, she's Jillian from uh, one of the best shows ever with Nookie. Help me. Boardwalk Empire. Oh, I haven't seen Jillian from... Seen it. Please tell me you've seen that show. I haven't. Oh, it's oh, so good. Maybe, is that so the one good. we have to do? Is that it? It's, Can we make no, fun of it? No. Okay. We could oh, make total fun of it. A hundred percent we could make fun of it. Because okay. it's a period piece. Maybe that's what it needs to be. A period piece. Because we make fun of people acting weird because we're uneducated. <laughs> and we're ignorant. <laughs> You're not uneducated. Shut up. We're pretty ignorant if we like to make fun. Like, we don't understand this time period. So we're just going to make fun of people. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make us. Actually, I mean, no, I'm just, I'm joking. Because actually yeah. this time period, we really understand. Because we grew yeah, up Yeah, we it. do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Candy sees her mom and her mom's like, darling, you need to defend yourself. Here's a huge knife. And then Candy yeah. looks down. Her hands are all bloody and it's a dream. And she yeah. wakes up screaming. And Pat yeah. is all like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, I know. Pat. I'm just going to say it again. Poor Pat. Poor Pat. I know. He, oh, he's, such a, uh, he's such a uh, minor character in his own life, isn't he? He really is. Isn't that sad? If you think it about it, sad. it really is. It's pretty pathetic. Because mm-hmm. he's like a really smart guy. Yeah, he I worked know. at I think Texas Instruments. Mm-hmm. So the doorbell rings, and it's HHD showing up at your house mm-hmm. at midnight. And you want to know what, what I wrote down? HHD <laughs> can ring my doorbell anytime. <laughs> That's literally what I wrote down. We should put a trigger H-H-D, warning at the beginning of this episode, ring. like. Yeah. If you're um, if you're Tom Pelfrey, you may want to skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> or slide into my DMs. Because we're just Pelfrey. gonna objectify the shit out of you. And sorry. H H D he can ring my bell. Ring my bell. Ring my bell. Mm-hmm. All right. He's so hot. sorry everyone. They have the phone they have the phone <laughs> off the hook and HDG's like Change of plans. I'm putting you on the stand, Pat. This is Texas. Folks might be able to forgive murder, but adultery, not so much. So now we see Pat testifying how he drove Candy into Alan's arms. And how and he repeats what he had said to Candy the night before, how he felt relieved that the fight didn't go the other way. And he makes sure to throw like a size joke at Betty, like, well, Betty was mm-hmm. a big woman. Big so, woman. you know. And I don't even think she was. She, what, what was she? Four inches tall? She was like average. But like, yeah. but when they say she was so much bigger, like she was an average woman. She wasn't like, a linebacker. No. So Nor now was she Dr. like. No, I'm just saying. But like, nor was she like morbidly obese or like. No. No. It's. it's you know what I mean? Like super tall yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. She was just yeah. an average size woman and that yeah. pisses me off. So but whatever. So Dr. Faison is on the stand now and he's mm. saying that Candy suffered a dissociative moment 
And the judge goes, hold on there. You saying she suffered a mental illness? And Faison says she knew that it had happened, but she was trying to erase the reality of it. And now the judge jumps in again and HHD just flips out. And he comes up and he's like, I'm trying to correct the record for your uh, meddling in this case. And the judge sentences HHD to jail. So there's again. that. Mm-hmm. Now Faison tells the court that Candy's regret that he regressed Candy to four years old during the hypnosis and how she got hurt and her mother was shushing her. You know what this reminded me of? I have to tell you. Did you okay. watch the O.J. Simpson trial when it was of on? Of course. Okay. I'll never forget learning. I think it was, who was the forensic person? Was it Lee? Dr. Lee? I don't Like, I just remember, I remember. them explaining what DNA was. Mm. Because, oh, okay. you know, we didn't really know. I know. And, and this dude was explaining, like... Nicole Kidman's DNA was in OJ's truck. Like explaining not Kidman. We <laughs> OJ for the record, everyone. OJ did not murder Nicole Kidman. She's still alive and well. And I believe she's married to what's his name? <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, Nicole Kidman. Oh you're my. not dead. And if Nicole Kidman is listening, we're sorry. I'm going to publicly apologize for Amy Nicole for inaccurately Simpson. reporting your death. <laughs> Nicole Simpson? What is her name? Is it Nicole Simpson? I think so. OJ killed Nicole, like right? Is that her name? Nicole Brown Simpson. Thank you. Right? Jesus Christ. Not Kidman. Yes. Nicole Kidman is still happily living, hopefully, in like beautiful okay. Australia with Keith Urban and their kids. Can you can you Google who OJ killed just so we get this right? Nicole cause... Brown Simpson. I know it. Okay. That's who it is. Because right. <laughs> he 100% did it, guys. He 100% did it. 100% did it. So I remember This is the thinking, first you're hearing of the OJ trial. <laughs> you I heard remember, it here first, guys. Like, I was in college when this happened, and I just remember that we did not know uh, about DNA. Right. And, and watching the DNA experts on the stand explaining it kind of reminded me about yeah. Like Dr. Faison on this stand explaining yep. how this dissociative mean. order works. You know yes. what I mean? And yep. yep, yep, yep. And I feel like the jury actually got this, where the jury did not get it in the OJ case, unfortunately. Because if they paid attention, they would have understood. Yeah. So I can't even talk about that. I know. So um Faison's talking about this, and he says, when Betty Gore said, shh. Candy regressed to that little girl and essentially lost her shit. Now, outside, Candy and Don, Don's having a smoke break. Is he smoking? I think he is. I don't I think know. so. I, I may be making that up. And she Maybe. asks why he showed her the axe, and he says, I'm building a whole case on your emotional breakdown, and I needed to show the jury a flicker of that. And Emotion. Don now says... We have to make Betty a complete asshole, basically. Like, phase three is destroy. This is, like, the last phase of the dentist system from It's Always Sunny. Like, now we have to sl slander Betty. <laughs> dentist system. Oh, my God. That's the best. So, now we see a variety of people on the stand, including Caillou. <laughs> Pastor Ron. And he's up there, and he's like, Betty Gore was mean. 
She would roll her eyes at me when I was giving a sermon. How dare she? Mm-hmm. Now court ends and we see HHD going to jail. Now, hold on. I will say something. <laughs> okay, right. go ahead. I have some. Nope, you can go first. No, you right. go first. All right. So this is when I picked up on a song. Oh, okay. I don't know who was singing it. I think it was this scene because his mugshot was like super hot. Do you remember? He's standing okay. there like all tan. And it was like, slipping into darkness, slipping into darkness. I don't remember how it went, but wow. I wrote it down that the song was funny, that it was like, slipping into darkness. Mm. I'm probably singing it wrong, but you it, know what? at the time, it was funny, and it reminded me of, you know, Sarah Colonna always thinks, like, yes. laughs at the songs yes. on maths. And this was one of those instances where I was like, this song is so ridiculous that I had to make a note of it. I will go back and watch that, but I do seem to recall something bizarre like that. Now, I will tell you, I have to whisper this because I don't want anyone else to know. I'm just telling you only. Okay. Okay. I won't tell There's something a little hot about a guy holding a prison placard. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I just said it was super hot. Like, remember, who else had a hot one? Was it Elvis? When it's like, he's just standing there all hot. No. Elvis Elvis didn't go to jail, did he? He went Who's to the military. He has guy. his military picture taken. I'm thinking of someone else. Listen to Some me. Other hottie. T. Arch has one of these from when we went to Woodstock Book Fest one year. One of their like themes was um, something about banned books or something like that. And one of the photographers had set up that like a prison type looking thing. And I have a picture of Timmy holding the placard and it's hot. <sighs> I mm-hmm. bet. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Guys. So oh my there's God. something about that idea. There's something about it. <laughs> I feel like all of our listeners, if you're listening, I'm only have just guys. shut it off. No, they didn't. They love this. They live for this. They're shit. backdoor They're friends. Sunday. They totally get okay. this shit. They totally yeah. understand. I think we should all post a picture of us holding up a like a a sign. Mm, like a, not the same. I feel our... like you have to be disheveled. I know, but wouldn't it be funny? Yeah, so every mm-hmm. – all right, guys, I'm giving everybody a job. Tomorrow morning before you get in the shower <laughs> and you do your hair, I want everyone to take a selfie holding up their their sign. How about, and we're how about we just them. do this? How about we just do this? Everybody share their mugshots in the Backdoor Friends group. Your right. Actual mugshots if, you, if you've been arrested. You, <laughs> right. But, like, most of us probably don't. We're just going to pretend. Yeah. All right. Go yeah. on. I'm done. Okay. Sorry. So – now we see HHD's wife. She bails him out and she says she's upset because they knew Betty. We knew Betty Gore and you besmirched her character. I do want to say. You don't know how long it took me to spell besmirched without spell really? check happening. <laughs> I mean, no one sees it. It doesn't matter. But I, I did want to note that HHD's wife was also really beautiful. She was I hot. Guess. Mm-hmm. HHDW, mm-hmm. hot, hot Don's wife. She was. So <laughs> she tells him this case. I also want to know. His... Oh, go okay, ahead. you're going there. Never mind. No, you go. Sorry. No. That this case is going to be his legacy. And he says, Oh, balls. Legacy is balls. you live, you die. And with any luck, it'll have mattered to Nick. You did the former. Oh, but she says, <laughs> and I just want everybody to keep a note. 
that it's going to mm-hmm. eat at you. Yep. And then he's like, Jesus Christ, woman, I have enough on my plate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now we have Alan and he's watching this footage of his ex-wife's or his current wife's murder trial with a date. Like you do. I know. I know. It's four months later, you guys. Right? <laughs> I think it's yeah, like it's four not months long. later. It's not long. Wife is brutally murdered. Mother of yeah. his children. Yeah. yeah. And he's hanging out now, on the couch with a casserole and another church lady. I can't. Now we get I the scene so everyone much. has come here for. We have the shower footage of HHD set to Toto's Hold the Line. And you there's guys, not much to say. Let me see. I'm going to find the song. You you tell us what you think of it. Okay. So it's the hottest thing I've ever seen. Two weeks ago when I watched this episode for the first time, I texted Amy and said, I need to show you something immediately as soon as you watch this episode. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I need you to tell me. And not only did Amy not tell me when she watched mm-hmm. the episode, but then she went ahead and posted it in our Facebook group without having discussed it with me first. And here I am sitting here waiting to share it with you because I took a screenshot. I can't. Mm, 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 mm. Oh my God. And the water is just pouring. The water's pouring over his arms. shoulders. And then we're seeing him get dressed. Oh, and that was so hot too. And he puts his watch And there's on. mirrors all over his be- bedroom. I know. Now he's putting on the watch. Mm-hmm. The watch, yep. Okay. Now he's looking in the mirror. And no one can see And he's see like my, smirking. My interpretive dance. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Again, I'm going to get sued for using all this music. But you guys, I, I had to put you there. You had to understand I mean, what it was like to see this. Come at us I mean, with your thoughts on this Just come at scene. us because, I mean, Amy will just hook you up with OJ and then it's all over. So <laughs> come at us. Daria, fuck around and find out, everybody. <laughs> okay. So closing arguments are today. And I mean, his, can we discuss for one minute his bedroom? Okay. Okay. It's so 70s. It's so like, but there is at one point like a chase lounger with like a big furry blanket on it. And I'm wondering if he bangs his wife on that. I mean, probably. He, I would bang it. He, I would let him bang me wherever he wanted in that house. Like, what? If you want to throw me over? I'm going to say, like is a there a lot of hot stove? Okay. There's a lot of Third mirrors. degree burns. Room. I'll get over them. <laughs> that house. I know. The, the mirrors are ridiculous. But that I feel like that's what everyone's house looked like. It did. Like, I it remember. Did. Like, yeah. It was so great. Mm-hmm. So, closing arguments. Candy Montgomery did not wake up with a plan to kill Betty. And he uses the word perfunctory. And I have a real, like, I get real worked up when a guy uses a word like that. Mm-hmm. After some odd perfunctory conversation, Betty came at her with an axe and he makes a case that none of the witnesses like, you know, Badger from Facts of Life has 
brought up a hundred a hundred witnesses, and none of these so-called experts could say who swung first, or that Betty did, or that Candy did not act in self-defense. So he's like making a good case. Then, mm-hmm. oh my God, this this I'm telling you, the hotness just does not stop because then he it quotes Steinbeck, stop. who it just so he's like builds. to quote Steinbeck. There are those among us who live in rooms of experience you and I cannot enter. And Candy Montgomery will live in this room, which has now become a cell forever. Mm. Okay. All right. Now he's got literature. I can't. Badger from Facts of Life doesn't have much to say. He's like, Betty's dead, so we only have one side of this. So (laughs) I don't know what you want me to do. (laughs) Badger, we expected more from you. So they adjourn, and Alan runs into Badger, and he's like, "What, what do you think? Can we can we reenact this scene? Oh, God. do you know what scene I'm talking about? No. You have to be Alan Gore. <laughs> you have to be Alan Gore. Okay, wait, what? And scene you just have it? to. Okay, it's the scene. You don't know the scene, so you can't do it. I'll do both sides but of the scene. I want to know the scene. Okay? Maybe I'll remember. No, you're not taking both sides. I'm not sharing it's all when this Alan, with you. It's when Alan Gore walks up to Badger right after the court. And he's like, wow. so he says, well, what do you think? And Badger's like, it's closer than I'd like to be. And Alan goes, well, whatever happens, I'm sure it's for the best. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. All I right. Do remember let's redo that. it. Do okay. That. All right. Ready? Let's, let's reenact. <clears throat> all right. Oh, God. I'm all not right. good at this. So you're going to come up to me and you're going to ask me, like, how you think the case is going. So I'm Badger. I'm a little guy. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, Badger. I'm Alan Gore. Do you remember me? Alan Gore here. Um, so how, how, how do you think it's how do you think the case is going? Well, I mean, it's a little closer than I'd like it to be. So I'm not really happy. And you didn't fucking help things. So I don't know why you care now. Well, I mean, I, I don't really know if I care. I'm just here because I think I'm supposed to be. It was on my calendar that I had to show up today at this time because I couldn't be there for closing argument. So, um, you know, whatever I think, you know, whatever happens is what, what what's going to happen. <laughs> I hate you him did so much. Good Alan Gore. <laughs> uh, he's just like my Academy there's... Award winning. There's just nothing there. There's nothing there. I know, nothing there. And, and that's you know, why I am, too, like, sorry. I've been told by many of my backdoor friends that Jesse Plemons, like, was amazing in Friday Night Lights. So I don't know why they stuck him in this role. If I never see Jesse Plemons again, it'll be too soon. I am not into wow. this actor at all. I'm just, so you are I mean, not I invited to him and Kirsten Durst's holiday party. I mean, no, I'm not. Oh. I'm definitely on the blacklist for that party. I was okay. Okay. So now Candy and Pat are having a super tense dinner and they're having Salisbury steak. And that's one of my favorite things in the whole world. Really? Did I? Yes. So I attempted to make Salisbury steak when Timmy and I first started dating. Okay. And you're supposed to put, you mix the meat, and you're supposed mm-hmm. to put, like, bouillon in the recipe at some point. It's usually within the sauce. Okay. You know what I mean? Within the gravy, a little yeah. bit of bouillon. Yeah. So I misread it, and I thought you put the bouillon right into the meat. 
So I put a bunch of bullion oh. cubes right in the meat, and Timmy tasted so much. God love him. He tasted. It. He was like, "Wow, that's salty." <laughs> he just oh, kept trying no. to eat it, and I'm like, "No, no, no." no, no so, no, no, no. Um, I love a good Salisbury steak. Is my I'm gonna uh, make you one. Yes, I love it. I lo- I make it now all the time. I love it. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, like when I used to go to when I used to go to the Glider Diner, I would get a hamburger with gravy and fries. Mm. Mm. Heck yeah, dude. So then I wrote, mm, gravy wait a minute. Our life. Then I wrote, wait a minute. Like Candy's still cooking dinner through all of this? I know. I know. She's on track like, for murder. murder. And he's not the, even cooking. Pat, Pat can't even order a pizza? Like, come on, I Pat. Know. I know. So come Candy on. says she Step talked with her mom bit. this she talked with her mom this morning and mom sends her prayers and Pat's mm. like, um, is mom upset that you've made your entire defense about her, child, her abuse of I you know. in your childhood? And how about, I know. And she's like, oh, I told her to stay away from the papers. Mm-hmm. Like, what? She's like, I have mom sequestered, basically. Mom yeah. can't know yeah. anything that's going on. Yeah. But this was at a time when you could do that. I know. Wild, I'm, right? I miss those days. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pat tell, Candy's like, ah, I can't wait till this is all behind me and I could just go to the grocery store and see my church friends and backdoor Jackie. And, and Pat's like, dude, we are not going to be able to stay here. And he says, the jury can't find you innocent. They can only find you not guilty. And there's a difference. Yep. And she goes, I don't know if I deserve you, Pat, but uh, I sure am lucky to have you. Mm. I think Pat's like the only decent human here. I know. Yeah. I know. I have a real hard problem with her. So now there's a verdict in HHD. We get a scene of HHD sprinting to the court. I know. I was here that for was this. So hot. I know, I know, I know. And how about they're standing there, like, waiting for the judge to ring the verdict, and she's holding his hand, and all I kept thinking of, like, I would never let go of that hand. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. I'll never let go as she's letting go. Now sink to the bottom. So now there's a verdict in HHD sprinting. Like I said, the judge says when he's reading the verdict, everyone must be dead silent when I read the verdict. I ain't picking on you. That's just how it goes. So the verdict is not guilty, and Candy starts sobbing, and she mm-hmm. and Pat embrace. Now we get eight days later. Candy and Pat are moving to Georgia. Sherry shows up and says goodbye. <clears throat> Excuse me. They get in the car, and they weirdly drive to Allen's, where Pat right. drives well, her over like she's a little kid that has to go and apologize to Mr. Gore for I murdering know. his wife. So another thing before you go too far ahead, I just want to point mm-hmm. out, that I was really disappointed in the goodbye scene with Sherry. That's her yeah. best friend. And she's yeah. like, I'll call you when we get there. Like, no. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Well, Pastor like Jackie that. was her best friend. No. Remember, I think Sherry was like, was like the real. Mm. Mm. But okay. Sherry was All like, right. I'm here for Sherry. Mm-hmm. I am. Sherry grew on me. I love Sherry. Sherry deserves You just like Sherry because she, she was- likes to paint. Well, and also Sherry's the one that don't forget went into that diner or wherever she was and like, yelled at everyone for talking shit. Sherry's the one that has your back, bitch. You say goodbye to her in a proper way. That's true because Pastor Jackie yeah. turned on her. Yes. 
Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So they get in the car, they drive down. Like I said, Candy goes up to the yeah, door. She knocks weird. on the door. Oh, want to reenact? And, yeah, that's it. <clears throat> All right, ready? <clears throat> this is me rubbing my hands maniacally. Yeah. Menacingly? Menacingly is a better word. Menacingly. Okay. Ready? Knock, knock, knock. Hello? Hi, oh, Alan. Hi. How you doing, Alan? How are you since I murdered your wife? Well, I'm, I'm in another relationship now, so it doesn't matter that much anymore. What? I didn't see your Facebook status change. What are you doing? <laughs> well, she brought me a delicious casserole, and that was nicer than... Then you know Betty ever did, so she stayed well, well and we're we're gonna get married. And I've got Wow, that life. was quick, Helen, but I totally understand because Betty was an evil bitch who the whole town hated. That's that's what I hear too, Candy. Well, That's Alan, I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry to have chopped your wife to bits and put her through that meat grinder in your laundry room. I'm really sorry too, but I hope you know. I hope you forgive I, me and you remember the delicious Tupperware lunches I made you. I'm afraid that the days of my seventeen-hour lunches are <laughs> over now, and I don't know how I'm ever going to get those back, but. I'm sorry too, Candy. I'm real sorry too. And scene. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I hate us okay. so much. Everyone hates us. So I disagree. I think the reenactments are killing it out there. <laughs> um, Academy Award winning. They are. I was. I was telling Stephanie because she was kind of yelling at me that she doesn't have time to prepare for when I call for a reenactment. And I was trying to explain to her, like, part of what makes the reenactments fun is how wrong we are and how off they are. And I love how I'm like, in one one episode, I actually said, you're going, I don't know the dialogue. And I'm like, we'll just make it up. (laughs) Let's just go. And what I mean by, like, I'm not prepared is I Mm -hmm. love a good impression or like an impersonation and i sort right. of you know, and i'm often just throwing them at you mm-hmm. pat myself on the back for being able to do a good one but when i'm thrown in the moment too fast sometimes like my brain just needs to catch up and i'm like oh and then i'll re- like when we're done it'll be like an hour later i'm like oh i totally could have done blah 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 and i reenact it in my head I'm like it would have been better if i knew yeah right yeah well i don't know is the problem so like it just kind of happens on the spot okay i i think the um i think with this show even though we're done so it doesn't matter it's whenever there's an alan gore conversation (laughs) i think we're gonna have to reenact (laughs) hey guys just a quick trigger warning and time to let you show off the episode if you don't want to hear the rest of it In the next section, Stephanie and I discuss what happened to the characters, well, the people, after the trial, and there is a lot of talk of suicide and gun violence. So I just wanted to warn you, if that's not your bag, thank you for listening and feel free to turn off the episode. If you'd like to know more, keep on listening. Thanks a lot. All right. So for the final scene, we get, they're playing this song like, hallelujah, not Leonard Cohen, hallelujah. Different type of hallelujah. Yeah, I know. I know. know. 
And we learn from the uh, credits that Pat and Candy divorced. I'm going to read what they say and then you can correct with your corroborating evidence. Okay. Yes. So Pat and Candy divorced after relocating to Georgia. Pat continues his work in defense technologies and still lives in Georgia. I accidentally wrote loves Mm -hmm. in Georgia, which I'm sure he's loving somebody. Mm-hmm. Alan Gore married church organist Elaine Williams shortly after Betty's death. They divorced. Betty's mm-hmm. parents adopted Alyssa and Bethany, so he couldn't even fucking raise those kids. I know. Alan remarried a third time and lives in Maine. Alan's a piece of shit. I'm just going to say that. Anyway. Alan's a real piece of shit. Don Crowder ran for Texas governor in 1986, and then he died by suicide, a self-inflicted gunshot this wound. Fucking killed me you guys I, I didn't know this i didn't this know it was, either i was actually crushed this really upset me you you were crushed because yes, i really we did, i was crushed this. by yes. this yeah like really upset by that betty was no. not pregnant when she died and then mm-hmm. we also mm-hmm. learned that candy works as a family therapist in georgia sometimes practicing alongside her daughter jenny yes now my i will say God. that my mom told me my mom told me that in Candy, something uh-huh. comes out about Candy had another affair after Alan. And they brought that out to show that she was not after Alan because she had already moved on. And they never mm. said who it was with. And I'm wondering if it was with Don Crowder. Do you think? I wouldn't I mean, blame her. I wouldn't blame her either. God, I mean, All right. Okay. So just a couple things I want to touch on mm-hmm. before we mm-hmm. let this shit go. Okay. HHD. So we already have discovered that we know Alan's a huge piece of shit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, like, I need to touch on this real quick. His kids. Like. I know. I know. Does he never see them again? He just gives them, like, Betty's parents adopt them, which I think, I mean, thank God. But what kind I of mean, man was he truly that he just, he had to, like, in all seriousness, is he has to not be a great guy. In the not 50s only does he have an affair, but he gives his kids up. But in this the 50s, wasn't the and, 50s 60s, and 60s, it was very common for this kind of thing. Like a dad could not, a widower could not a raise hundred, kids. 100%. This is 1980. But, this is not that yeah. time. And he's remarried. So how could they not have raised these kids? I know. So Unless Elaine thoughts, Williams was also a piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know either. Whatever. Fuck him. Next. Um, so we know Candy goes on to be a therapist, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Does she go to school after? Because I didn't know that. Or had she, has oh, she already she had to have. had yeah, a degree? Had to have. And we just didn't know. I wasn't sure. I so know. I don't know much Mm-mm. about that. I do think it's insane. Um, whatever. But so uh, I really just want to talk about Don Crowder. So HHD. Okay. All right. Mm. So some things that I read were that he was apparently very passionate and a tenacious advocate for his clients and his family. So people are saying, like, from what I read, that he was mm-hmm. like a pretty decent guy, like a good family man. He loved his oh, family. So maybe he I didn't bang know. Candy Montgomery is what I saying. don't know. But I do know, so he does divorce Carol, the first wife, mm-hmm. um, and he does remarry, which mm-hmm. he was married. Which, I fine. I can't remember. Yeah, totally fine. Um, mm-hmm. But he was married to this woman until his death. We do know that he ran for governor, which he was unsuccessful. 
but he mm-hmm. does open a business. He opened a sports bar, which I think um, was called Game Day Sports Bar, something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it hadn't done, like it didn't do well. He was, you know, close to bankruptcy. And then mm-hmm. we find out that he um, apparently came from a very nice family and he had a brother that he was very close to. And the brother um, tragically died in a car accident in 1997. And I guess that like crushed mm-hmm. him. And I guess no, he... No, wait. No, wait. When did he... He in... Oh, I wrote 1986. I had no, it all wrong. I'm many sorry. years. You're wrong. I'm no, sorry. No, many, I'm many sorry. years later. He ran for Texas governor in 1986. In 80... Correct. He, yep. he died by suicide in 1998. Correct. Okay. All right. Yep. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Again, so apparently the brother... Yeah, right. I mean, whatever. So the brother dies in a tragic car accident... Um, HHD is apparently distraught and he turns to like drugs and alcohol. He was doing like drinking Mm. a lot and doing cocaine. He got like a DWI. And then Mm. I read that he attempted suicide on his 56th birthday. So it was like October of 1998. Um, And it says that he served a quote unquote survived the shot. So I don't know if he shot himself and didn't die. Yeah, and I was like, oh, probably. God, that's kind of fucking harsh. Like, yeah. Jesus. But then a month later, he, he attempts again and he's successful. And I just thought that that was really sad. Like, it's really sad. Men? And I mean, you really, you like, guys know. Was, yeah, guys I mean, we've made jokes. jokes. I mean, it's it's right. a thing, right? Yep, but what yep, we yep. don't realize, we, we think about gun violence in terms of somebody's yeah. going to shoot you, but there are mm-hmm. so many deaths by gun suicide every year. Yep. And it's really sad. Like somebody who had attempted suicide and yep. survived it should not have had access to that firearm again. Should have been Crazy. getting the mental health care they needed. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's really sad. Yeah. Yep. It's really sad. Um, And it just reminded me of speaking of guns, like, it was 96 or 97 when I was in high school, like a junior, I can't remember junior or senior, a girl I went to high school with who was a year younger than me commit suicide. Um, by death by, you know, she shot herself and I rem- just remember suicide, like yeah. that by suicide. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she, I just remember cause we were so young, like I was 16 or 17 and so, like she was my age and just thinking, was like, it a, was it a gunshot ah, inflicted suicide? Was, yeah. That's very rare for a woman. I know. And we were young. Mm-hmm. She was a young girl. And like the, yeah. the tragic, I mean, not that the whole thing wasn't tragic, but I don't even know yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. this up. Yeah. Whatever. But I just was like, oh God, I just remember thinking in that time, like, holy shit, like shooting yourself as a teenager, so rough. But then like watching this and it just, it just reminded me of that because it was the same time and sure. guns and sure. suicides. Sure. And it was just like, God, but like, I don't know. I just think that's sad. Because, like, from what I understand, like, aside from, okay, he got this crazy woman off of a murder charge, whatever, blah, 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 say what you want. But I do think that he was, and I'm not just saying it because he was hot in the show, but, like, people have said, like, he was a good guy. He loved his, like, he was a good Mm -hmm. lawyer. Mm -hmm. He cared for his family. You know, and I just think, sucky. And I didn't know that. So I had hmm. watched the other show. I don't know if I had like amnesia because I didn't remember a lot of it. I've rewatched it since. Um, mm-hmm. But I was so bummed. And I just thought that's really fucking sad, man. 
It is really sad. And like, like, for all, like, seriously, like, of all the drooling that we did over this guy and whatever, and the joking, (laughs) like, I'm not making light of the fact that this poor man took his life. And that's really tragic. And I hate it. Yep. It is really tragic. Yeah. It is really tragic. And the way they have that wife say that line, like, oh, this will haunt you. Like, they make it seem like he really committed to, or, Die by suicide over this trial, but that's not true. It was right. decades later. It was like a, a, a culmination later. of yeah. things. Right. But mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. read too that he and his wife, I think the first wife, lost a baby, mm-hmm. like a daughter. They had a daughter that died when she was a year old. Mm-hmm. So I think oh. this poor mm-hmm. guy, I I mean, I don't know him personally. I'm just going by what I read. Um, you know, I think or he HHD. had some shit in his life, you know, and it's just sad. It's really sad when anyone that's takes really their sad. life, you know? Yeah, that's really sad. Um, okay. How do we turn it around from that? <laughs> I don't know. And this guys is why I'm never in charge. <laughs> mm. Um, all right. So I will say uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this show. Me too. Uh, I really you know, did. I love I'm David so E. Kelly. Sad. We've talked about this. We love David E. Kelly. I mean, let's, I loved lest, everything. Lest us not forget that David E. Kelly, in his Allie McBeal days, gave our man, Keith. Robert Dine Jr., a second chance at life. A second chance at life. Mm-hmm. Did we just mm-hmm. say that at the same time? Yes. And he really did. And he do really you really okay. did? Do you want to know what else? So, like, that Allie McBeal was pretty much when that happened was like the start of our friendship. Do you remember? I remember. Looking back. Yeah, I want love video. <laughs> no, but I do. Of course. And we've of already course. talked about it. But I'm just yes. saying that's like, I remember that was still on when you and I like first yeah. met. Because yeah. I remember yep. watching it. Yeah. That was a great show. Yes. And Big Little Lies was a great show. And, oh, you know. That's a excellent show i mean excellent he's just he's great he's great he picks he great, great projects he puts great people in charge of them he, he's a good I dude mean, and he's married to michelle pfeiffer come on mm-hmm. Stephanie's mm-hmm. he is and i love too. him so, yeah yeah same love it is he married to nicole kidman <laughs> he's not <laughs> and just kidman's so safe. everyone knows nicole kidman is alive and well she's still now, married to keith urban she's not dead O.J. Simpson need, did not murder Nicole Kidman. I need to amend <laughs> something I said in my recording with, I can't remember if it was with Amanda or Leslie, Uh-oh. but it was one of them. I need to amend okay. something. I was coming real hard recommending a show called Murder at Starved Rock. Okay? It's the show I told you about. I told you to watch it. And that's the I one that I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you started Burden of Proof. I did. I started that too. I started all of the. I. I'm not kidding you. This past this weekend, I have started so many goddamn shows, and quit them because I couldn't. I just didn't like them. I'm not ha- like I'm. One of the reasons I'm so bummed that this is over for us is I don't have anything to watch now. I'm really struggling to find something good to watch. And the well, Murder at Starved Rock is an interesting premise. It's about Chester Meeker and these three women who were in their 50s and 60s who were brutally murdered at Starved Rock National Park or State Park. That was upsetting. They were like, it was very upsetting. And at the time, 
you know, like I said, it was Chicago, outside of Chicago, and it was real corrupt police force. And at the time, you know, they nailed this guy, Chester Weger, who's been in jail. He was like 20 when he went to jail. And there was a lot of, there was a forced confession. There was a lot of stuff that they believed could, could have been coerced. Okay. Yeah. So the guy doing the film is the son of the prosecutor who put Chester Weger in jail. It is pretty wild. And it's interesting to watch like the metamorphosis of his journey because he starts believing Chester might be innocent and he's like butting Mm -hmm. heads with his dad. His dad's like, Chester is not innocent. Like I'm telling you, yes, there was a problem with the confession. Yes. The cops may have been corrupt, but I'm telling you, this guy is not innocent. And he maintains Mm -hmm. that right up until his death. And he dies in the middle of the film. And the kid is, like, still trying to, you know, prove this one way or another. And it gets so good. And then at the very end, they're like, so now they have DNA and blah, blah, blah. And it just ends. It just ends. Oh, no. I called my mother up and I'm like, what are you doing to me? You know how I feel about things that just end. We don't. So we don't know. You had the black screen of death that said they sent out DNA evidence and it's expected back in August of 2022. They didn't even wait to get the DNA results. I don't know. What? August of 2022? Yeah, so this is so a couple like, of years old. So was there a follow-up? But what happened is my mother thinks that COVID happened. Oh, and so they just shut production down. But like, what? Oh, maybe. I don't what? know. So yeah, don't maybe. watch it, guys, because I'm telling you right now, you're gonna well, wanna like burn down your I'm, house at the end of it. Yeah, now I'm I'm kind of glad that I gave up on it. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. That me off. I'm but sure. I no, I was. It was. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so it wasn't I what Google. I was looking for. Oh, okay. So I did Google, and it turned out so the DNA they had taken was from hair found in one of the wom- woman's hands. Mm, okay, so okay. she must have been in a struggle. Mm-hmm. And the hair is not Chester Weegers. So there was definitely... And everything about this crime scene tells you there were wow. two people there. There's no way he could have committed it by himself. Like, he dragged okay. them up this big canyon. And they were, like, I bigger know. women. They were, yeah. So, yeah. so um, he, you know... of them, no less. Yes. So chances are there was another person there, and that's who the hair yeah. belongs to. But we don't know. We don't know. Because and nobody we'll never cares. never know. And there's no way to know. No. That pisses me off. It's real weird. So I'm just, you know, I wanted to correct the record because I recommended it so hard in my last episode. Guys, you don't have to watch it. If you don't like things that are tied up neat in a bow, don't watch it. Yeah, no. Because it will mm-hmm. not it will not scratch that itch. Boo. So. I also want to tell everybody that we are on break next week. So there will be at the end of this week, um, an episode with Leslie and I discussing and just like that, but there will be no episode from Amanda and I, and no episode from Steph. So we need a show guys, help us. We need a show guys. Show suggestions because Mm -hmm, we need mm -hmm. something and Mm -hmm. I'm bummed. We don't have another one planned. No, well, not yet. River, but Virgin River. In the meantime, we need something short too because you have a very busy August coming up. So you're going to need some time. 
So um, if you guys haven't already, check out our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. Did you see what I put on Instagram? I put, if you're the type of friend that's like a backdoor friend, you could join our Facebook group. Also, if you just really love anal, come on in. We accept you. Doesn't matter if you want to be that kind of backdoor friend. We don't judge. Just come on in. We love you. We don't don't judge. Whatever you want. We don't so uh, join our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. If you go to um, Little Miss Recap on Facebook, you'll find it. It's pinned up there. And I think awesome. that's it, right? Do we have anything else? That's it. Oh, Leave us that. a review. Leave us a wonderful review. Keep your shady ones to yourself. Just keep that's scrolling. Fun. Okay. So, um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe. Leave a five-star review if you can. Share the podcast. Spread it around like it's an STD at work. Just go Ooh, there you go. from work and spread it around afterwards at the Ooh. Dirty Bar. And thanks for listening, bar. and we'll see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.